with Cash. It's your host, Cash Money Morgan. Um, we are recording today off-site. This place is awesome. And if you're watching online, obviously you can see something um, pretty cool behind me. So before I get into it, I want to introduce my guests. Please give a warm welcome to Pavel. Yes, Pavel Petrovich Bosovic, founder and CEO of 27 North. <laughs> What's up, Pavel? How are you feeling tonight? Oh, better than I deserve. Thank you. <laughs> so, Pavel created this awesome company, 27 North. Um, but before we get into that, Pav, can you can I call you that? Pav? Oh, whatever. Is, what do you what do you go by? Just uh, so <laughs> I could probably give you six off the top of my head. Okay. Paul, okay. Pavel, Pav, Pavel, whichever is easier for you. All right. You. Pavel, Pav, I guess we'll see what happens. So, okay. <laughs> um, so just tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into everything. Yeah, most definitely. So I'm a first generation Ukrainian uh, here in the United States. Uh, my family immigrated here in 1999. Um, you know, we started off pretty pretty humble, um, pretty uh, you know low uh, standards of living, I would say. Um, poverty threshold according to uh you know the united states of america but uh you know hard work and perseverance has got us where we are today that's awesome pause if you hear anything in the background we are straight up on north glenstone so <laughs> we always record in my loft downtown and it's always loud so i'm like you know what until we have a dope studio you're just gonna put up with it i don't really care it's authentic it's real so yeah keeping it real i like it <laughs> keeping it real okay so you came to america you said you had humble beginnings how did you end up here? Like, what what did your yeah. story look like? So I went to uh, elementary high school here in Springfield, uh, Hickory Hills and Glendale. You know, pretty typical there. Some shout outs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, for college, I went to Mizzou University of Missouri in Columbia. Um, after college, I went to the corporate world. Uh, Menards was what I selected. Okay. Um, I don't know why I chose Menards. Really didn't make any sense to me. Just a good opportunity. Sometimes good the companies choose us. Like, <laughs> like we don't choose them. You know. Yeah. Good recruiting. <laughs> yeah. Good recruiting. Uh, I did that for about a year and a half. And you know, corporate life America is brutal. Uh, long shifts. I was working seven days a week. Wow. Um, yeah, skipping church on Sunday. Didn't like that. Skipping Saturdays. Didn't like that. And then finally, I was like. I'm putting in so much work, I could be doing my own business. So prior to that, I didn't start my own business because I knew the amount of work it takes. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't quite ready to sacrifice family time, church time, uh, personal time. I thought, you know, corporate life would give me my eight till five. It didn't. So finally, I reached a point. I'm like, all right, I might as well invest this time I'm putting in this company, which I will see little return into my own company with the chance and, you know, likelihood of at least having something to pass on to further generation, yeah. making that big impact. And, um, in college, I had a professor who uh, was a Ukrainian professor, and he knew that I was a Ukrainian student, so he tracked me down, and he's like, you know, hey, Paul, tell me your story, this and that, long story short. He's like, you got to promise me two things. He's like, you're not going to go into construction, and you're not going to become a truck driver. Those are very common professions <laughs> in the Slavic community. Holy shoot, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so that narrowed down what I could do. And I just, I love transportation. I love construction. I, He's I like, built... those are my two passions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get creative. I made him a promise. I had to get creative. And that's where I went to the RV industry. I did that for about two years into 2020. And the RV industry is just really bad. Subpar quality. Um, you ask any RV dealer owner and they're like, we're selling cardboard boxes on wheels. Yeah. And so in 2020, we decided, you know, why don't we build our own RV? And we got actually a van similar to this one. This one's red. We did a white one. 
uh, we built it out, all wood construction, like a yacht. Uh, we did white on white, which is, you know, Pinterest trending. Love it, aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> and then we listed it on uh, we listed it on Facebook, and it went viral. People from all over the country are wanting it. Wow. And in 2021, uh, we started mass producing them. And uh, just last year alone, we did 50 custom builds all over the country. And we're on track this year to do 200 units. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. We need to get a little sound. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's freaking awesome. Thank you, thank you. I love the audio. <laughs> the sound effects, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we always got... wanted to know how they did the cheering. Yeah, I'm so like, quick. I know. I'm like, I Carly on here. You know what I'm saying? No, that's that's honestly so cool. So timeline wise, when did 27 North be like? was yeah. created what year so we launched 27 north officially in november of 2021 so about a year and a half ago okay awesome congratulations thank you so when you said that facebook post went viral when was that uh that was uh we were still operating under the rv firm at that point that was august of 21 okay a few months prior to that wow Okay, so I feel like I probably jumped a little bit ahead. <laughs> Back to the story. We want to know how 27 North, like yeah. where the name came from and all of that. So. Yeah, so in November, we started, we realized, you know, RV firm, we don't want to be associated with the RV industry. Um, we even, like one of, a good friend of mine, Mike Kehoe, Lieutenant Governor from Missouri, he's like, Paul, this is not RVs. Like, you got to come up with a new industry. So we came up with expedition vehicles. So it's a vehicle made for exploring. You know, exploring is big right now amongst millennials and the younger generation. And so these are expedition vehicles and um, we wanted to be the top the pinnacle and we were sitting one day with one of my executive officers and we were brainstorming names and uh, over lunch we're like Mount Everest that is the tallest That's mountain. Cool, yeah. <laughs> it's the tallest mountain in the world. Let's try to be Mount Everest. And so uh, we went to trademark the name for us and turned out someone had already beat us to it in our industry. Oh, and so shoot. we were like it's still it's one point in the world how do we circumnavigate the world and we started brainstorming again we're like what is the latitude about everest you know degrees okay. and it was 27 north degrees latitude and we're wow. like boom 27 north and whenever we started you know using the name it just it, it was so catchy it clicked that people were loving it our current and future clients at that time said it was like the best change for us and we started operating as 27 north and uh 27 north the interesting thing is it circumnavigates the world mount everest uh florida uh china like places where you would find our expedition vehicles that is so awesome congratulations Thank you. <laughs> so obviously 2020 covid hit you know yeah. and i think a lot of people kind of began that van life i don't want to stay at home yeah. like, you know and did any of that have a big influence on whether you know the idea or the company creation or even the demographic of who's buying you know yes um i i hate to say this but the pandemic uh it, it was really good for us and uh i say that you know humbly i had right. friends and family impacted by it i mean that from a business perspective and so whenever the pandemic hit uh, the RV industry boomed by approximately 650%. Wow. Yeah, people, you know, hotels shut down, resorts shut down. People wanted to travel, but they want to travel in a way where they're away from people. Yeah. And so the RV industry boomed, supply, demand, it was just, uh, it was unbelievable. And so that was a, a big key factor to our success was the demand created by the pandemic. Wow. That's um, that's awesome, yeah. ish, you know. What I mean, but really, businesses they either they boomed or they failed yeah. during that, you know. And so it's interesting to see like which industry did what. 
Um, so what is your job role here at 27 North? Like you created it, so your official yeah. title is? Uh, I call it the everything title. Okay, okay. Uh, officially on my desk, biz, you know, on the, on the bylaws, it's um, uh, founder and CEO. Um, I'm 100% stakeholder of 27 North. It is a corporation. Um, but I, I literally, literally do everything. So I can come in in the morning, um, you know, I can take my own trash out if it's a busy day. Um, I do a little bit of marketing, a little bit of sales, a little bit of uh, production. I found my strength where I really thrive is helping people um, do their job better. And so while I have almost 30 employees and I could, I could probably step aside and the company would operate on its own, uh, I love to spend my day a little bit in each department. And typically, I'll start my day in marketing and then finish my day with my production team. Very cool. And I think, you know, great leaders have a little bit of a piece of everything, yeah. you know, and they want to check in with every area of their business. And so that's really cool. Um, so when you launched the company and you were getting started, you know, what did funding look like in that one area? But also, you know, you just mentioned you have 30 employees. So where did, you know, where did they come from? So, you know, like, just got yeah. lots of friends and family who are like, yes, you know, what did that look like for you? Yeah, I'll never forget, like, my first, we, we switched to an official payroll company. And um, about a year ago is when we, we, we had, you know, we hit the 20 mark in employees. And, you know, payroll, we ran payroll, and I looked at them like six figures. Wow. <laughs> I, I I made that in a year, and we're, we're paying that in a month. And yeah. It, it was a shock. You know, it was hard, but um, it's numbers. And when you understand the power of numbers, the power of multiplication, um, it, it works phenomenal. So I, I like to break it down to when we started. It was my wife, me, and one of my brothers on an hourly pay. Um, we bought a van. Uh, my dad, uh, father-in-law, and uh, one of my friends from college, the, the five of us came into my garage. We built the first one, sold it. We had, uh, I think it was like eighty, ninety thousand uh, $90,000. What do most entrepreneurs do? They go buy a watch. Right. <laughs> they go buy a car. <laughs> they Get that an, rolling. <laughs> yeah, they make an Instagram post about oh, it. Oh, no. Now, what did we do? Um, I He's went, like, we tied. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Connect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what did I do? I went and I purchased um, two more vans. And I brought the on... The wise thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. I bought two more vans. I brought my father-in-law and my friend full-time. And we started working full-time. Uh, we sold two more vans. What do most people do? You know, second yeah. wave of success. <laughs> Go buy another car. No, we went and bought four vans. Wow. And we just kept doing that. And now we do uh, one one to two vans a week. And we do the same thing. Um, I my, my salary is uh, less than most of what my managers make. Wow. Uh, I make about what my technicians make. And I just, I put all that profit back into scaling, into growing, and into my team. That's awesome. I love when companies do that. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just really powerful. Yeah. So for the most part, it was, uh, I guess you could say, bootstrapping. Um, I don't know if there's true bootstrapping because we did. Uh, we took out a personal business loan. Uh, we pulled a business loan online. Uh, I think it was PayPal. So we did pull a couple of small loans. Nothing right. big, like 40000 100000 um, that helped us, you know, with uh, inventory tools, equipment. Was it uh, hard to kind of get that in the beginning? 
Um, when you like yes. left corporate America, like did you have to, like a certain like sco- credit score. Yeah, the or whatnot? first the first year nobody's gonna talk to you. <laughs> That's why they call it the friends and family <laughs> bank <laughs> bank of friends and family. Yeah. Um, I had uh, I had a I had a friend help me out with my first forty thousand dollar loan, and that was to get tools. Um, paid that out within a month. Paid him back. That's awesome. Um, after that, we put together one year of financials. So once you have one year of financial statements, good, healthy financial statements, and then a good personal credit score, uh, then pretty much any bank will work with you and get in a line of credit or a business loan. SBA will work with you at that point. Yeah. So when it comes to the numbers in the accounting area, it seems like you're very like well versed with that. Yeah. Do you have someone on your team who also is helpful? You know, like you just yeah. finished corporate so, America and you just like knew all this stuff or no or no? Like, so yeah. I took a lot of accounting courses in college. Uh, the courses I, I w- my undergrad was business administration. Okay, nice. Um, emphasis in management, and then I took courses in the area of business where I was I felt like I was lacking. So I really want to learn about marketing. So I took marketing, psychology, social psychology. I want to learn accounting so I took five accounting courses and I learned a lot about accounting um, I wanted to know business law uh, I didn't want to rely on Google or my attorney yeah and so I took two business law courses in college uh, the neat thing about college is you get to choose and a lot of times people choose easy courses fun me. <laughs> it's me yeah they choose easy courses the fun courses um, rarely do you choose well Steve Jobs once said uh, he went and chose a course that was intriguing and for me I chose courses that I knew would make me a stronger business owner yeah he's like see he's got degrees but I learned a lot I'm just kidding I'm just kidding yeah and then I mean I have two wonderful full-time accountants they're they're yeah. smart both of them have finance backgrounds and degrees and then uh, we just hired a CFO who's got bachelor's and experience in um, American banking so that that'll add you know good That's addition awesome. to our team so one of the things about your vans or trucks that makes you know that really sticks out in the industry is that they're luxurious yes you very. know <laughs> so where did that idea come when it came to the expedition yeah um, great question so uh, growing up in poverty uh, um, I was cleaning residential homes through middle school and you go and you're cleaning these high-end homes you know high-end furniture high-end appliances the and LED <laughs> lights the hot tubs yeah, I yeah. Mean, all, the whole night like all of it and uh, you, you kind of I wouldn't say envy or jealous of it it just kind of motivated me and yeah. I'm like one day I'm gonna have that one day I'm gonna have that and one day my house is gonna have that and the time came to design a van and I knew the market I wanted to target was um, the market of whose homes I was cleaning. And I'm like, I, I already know what they want. Yeah. <laughs> so I met with an interior designer. I'm like, this is all I want in my van. Can you make it look pretty? Yeah. And I, you know, I gave her all the parameters and she put it together for me. Uh, my wife helped a lot with the interior design colors. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where it sparked from. And then um, on the other half of that, I've always loved yachts, and one of my life goals is to build or buy a yacht manufacturer. Yeah, sweet, and, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And so um, I incorporate a lot of yacht features in our vans. So I want let me take a look real quick. I'm just yeah. So <laughs> I LED, can see it. Yeah. LED lighting, our battery and electrical system, our lights, gauges, switches, plumbing system—it's all sourced from yachts. Um, some of the appliances are sourced from yachts as well. Wow. This is awesome. I, I'm like, I'm ready to buy one of these and live yeah. in here, seriously. I mean, it's it just all wood construction, so just it looks beefy, it looks strong. Um, a lot of RV manufacturers, they just use the MDFs, the plywoods. I always say you can stick your finger through their cabinets here. Yeah. You can use our cabinetry as a cutting board. I mean, it's, it's really resilient. That's awesome. So, 
I don't know if you can say, but like the demographic of your clients, you know, is it people who are typically in Springfield or people who see it online, come travel from like California? What What is your clientele? Like, who are they? Yeah, so uh, 95% of our clientele are out of state. Um, and a lot of uh, professors, nurses, doctors, pilots, um, I would say the upper middle class. Um, a lot of people either towards retirement or just really tired of the day-to-day -day life and they will take a month off during the year and just travel all over the country in a van. That's so cool. Yeah. So when you when someone purchases a van, do they have to like, you guys drive it to them? Are you, I mean, how does, <laughs> how does that work? So like? yeah, my first one I did personally deliver to Florida. Um, ever Brought since the cookies then, too. He's yeah. like the personalized thank you note. <laughs> yes, we did a personalized thank you note. We did cookies. We did a whole gift basket. Flowers, oh, oh, journal, shoot. all That's of it. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, we personally delivered the first one. Now we uh, outsource our shipping. So a shipping company delivers it to your front door. You open the sliding door and on the cabinet, there's a personalized gift basket. That and is so awesome. Yeah, we ship directly to the front door. Occasionally we'll have uh, influence, influencers are big too. Um, our influencers will fly in. They love doing the video, the podcast. The Do you interviews. have any like influencers you can like name drop at all or um, anything? Or we recently did uh, Jaden and Courtney. Um, they're big. Uh, we worked with uh, Sam and Dan Matthews. I don't okay. know if you heard of them. Um, well, there's probably four or five. If you go on our Instagram, you'll yeah. see they tag us all the time. And that's then. awesome. So is that like a partnership where like the sponsored posts or anything like that or just no, organic all, influencer? All organic. Well, they love the okay, vision. Well, okay, we're gonna have to, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. When you find people that see your vision, they hear your story, they believe in you, um, they go the extra mile for you. They really do. Yeah, yeah I've even seen that with the, my own podcast and it's, it's just crazy how when someone can sympathize with you and they yeah. see it, yeah. But like as passionate as you are. Yeah, and then uh, an influencer working, we're working with two right now. One, um, I can't disclose their name. They're a famous family with a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> Hint, and then, uh, They've had uh, multiple TV shows and scandals. <laughs> <laughs> TV shows, yes, candles. I can't confirm no, or deny. scandals. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny the other half. Yeah, that's that's funny. Probably candles too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then um, the other one... Um, Oh, just drew a blank. What do you do for a living, guy? Oh, <laughs> Daniel Mack. Daniel oh, Mack. my gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. So yeah. we uh, just initial conversations, um, trying to do a collab there with him. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So I guess to get a little bit deeper, what has been the most challenging part um, of starting your own business? And whether it's like from the professional side and also maybe like you mentally, you yeah. know? Um, all of it. <laughs> all of it's been challenging. Um a couple of key points that were the most challenging was probably friends and family believing in you. Um, that one was hard. Um, I had a big vision from the start and a lot of my friends and family didn't believe in me. Um, it was very doubtful, you know, what are you doing? It's pandemic. Oh, that's big. It's a big risk. How are you going to pay your employees? How are you, you know, you got to care for yourself. Um, why do you need to get so big? Uh, so that made it really challenging because you're already like you're yeah. already doubting yourself already yeah like. <laughs> and then when you have people you care love and value yeah um but you know you kind of explain the vision to them you explain that you understand there's a risk you understand what you're doing and it, it, it kind of turns into motivation so i just learned to channel that into my motivation that's good yeah uh, my dad was a big support uh, a couple of my siblings were a big support uh, my wife turned into a big supporter <laughs> as a you know long run you know yeah. what i'm saying so yeah. when you have not like haters but when people who don't get it you know yeah. 
how did you combat that and stay motivated and encouraged? You know, do you just turn that into motivation? You have, or? To, you have to turn it into motivation. Um, I always thought I would get to a point where it would stop, but I noticed the more successful I get, the more it's out there. Yeah. Uh, especially the brutal social media. Social media is really brutal and hard. So if, you, if you're not careful there and take it to heart, you get discouraged, give right. up. I just, I've disciplined my mind and my heart to turn it into motivation. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. So can you talk about your vision at all for 27 North for the next uh, couple of years? I don't know, yeah. I mean, I, I know you can't like say a lot probably because. Yeah. So uh, first of all, I wanted to say this is year three and we've grown 10 times year three in a row. And so we're gonna keep doing that. Yeah. And if you run the numbers, uh, you'll realize that we're on a uh, trajectory to become a billion dollar company. Wow. And every year, uh, my goal is to launch one new line of forms of transportation. And um, we've launched now seven lines of vans. We've launched two lines of expedition trucks. Um, this year, we're launching another form of expedition vehicle traveling. Uh, <laughs> Can't, <laughs> yeah, Can't uh, talk about it. You we know. launched this summer, so we're pretty excited about that. We launched this summer. That's so cool. And then, uh, yeah, our, our goal is just every year, one or two lines we launch, and each one brings a huge uh, revenue source. Uh, just the truck line we launched this year doubled our revenue, doubled our size. And so we're we're we want to be a billion dollar transportation company. Yeah, that would be insane. That's yeah. so awesome. Um, but the question I want to ask is like you're very motivated. And yeah. so if there's someone else that wants to start a smaller business and they're young and they're lost, you know, you're doing extremely well. What advice would your would be for that person? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I get it asked all the time. Um, I would say. Um, you know, be ready to put in 10,000 hours. If yeah. you're not ready to put in 10,000 hours in less than three years, so that's about 70 hour work weeks. So if you're Ooh, not ready to do that. I don't think I'm ready to okay. Yeah, then uh, <laughs> just don't do it. You know, don't yeah. do it. Um, I'm talking about success. Like right. if you want to be within, within a, f a few years, become a millionaire, you know, the, the overnight success story, 10,000 hours in less than three years. That means 70, 80 hour work weeks. Um, if not, there's another avenue, you know, slow and steady, slow and steady, you know, the, the famous uh, turtle versus rabbit story that we read yeah. in grade school. Um, just take it slow and easy. Um, uh, there's a famous entrepreneur off Shark Tank. Um, he worked three years at Applebee's while he was um, starting a startup. There's nothing wrong with going that right, route. Right, 100%. Um, but usually the people asking me that question are the people that want to know how to do it, how I did it. Um, sacrifice, uh, say goodbye to vacations, fancy cars, uh, family events, um, you know, trips. You just got to put in the work, put in 10,000 hours in less than three years and you'll have success. Any industry, social media, transportation, construction, pharmaceutical, any industry. Um, there's a, a friend of mine um, out of Florida. He started a junk removal, like garbage wow. collecting. Yeah. Um, two years later, multimillionaire. Wow. That's <laughs> Any awesome. Any industry. Like, we live in a time and age, any industry. You know, a uh, hundred years ago, you had, to, you know, only a few industries were succeeding. Yeah. Today, you can become a millionaire. I, I'm a firm believer from any industry. And if you don't believe me, contact me. I, I only charge $10,000 an hour. <laughs> right. $10,000 right. an hour and 10% equity. I will give you a business plan. I will mentor you how to become a millionaire off any industry. Yeah. Wow. This guy. Okay. Yeah. Another one. Another one. That's awesome. Thank you. So you mentioned sacrifice. So, you know, what is your 
family situation, like love life, what does that look like? And what did that look like when you started the company? Yeah, so when we started the family, uh, or sorry, started the family, started the business, it's my family. Right. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's all together. Yeah. So. Um, we didn't have any children. And so right prior to that, we were fostering. We had four foster children. Oh my gosh, wow. Yeah, so cool. we kind of, we, we were like, all right, if God is going to bless us in doing this, we want these four kids to be reunified with their parents. And if that happens, we were going to start a business. And surely it happened. Like wow. The judge was like, I've been a judge for 30 years. I've never made a call like this, but I want to give your kids back to you. And so the, our foster kids, four of them, all under the age of seven, they went back to their foster uh, real parents. And so we started our business. And um, it was nice. I, I think it was a lot... I don't want to say nice, it sounds kind of bad, but it was easier, a lot easier right. having kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think if you have kids, it's a lot more challenging. Still doable, just a lot more challenging. And so whenever my wife saw the vision, uh, she got lost in working with me. And so we were working together. So lunch dates, dinner dates, you know, we were on the same schedule. Uh, I think if you and your partner are not in it together a whole new set of challenges and then yeah. if you have kids a whole new set of challenges i i don't think i have the expertise to advise that but definitely if you have a partner um that you know sees the vision with you it makes it a lot easier that's awesome that's awesome especially with a ten thousand work week yeah um you know now you're spending that with your wife too yeah so when did you guys meet like how old were you and how did that happen <laughs> we were way too young in college <laughs> So I went to was, Evangel, so yeah. like, I, you know, they're popping babies out by senior year, so yeah, like, so whatever. this was uh, junior year of college. Um, I realized I wanted to start a family. and I, junior year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to your own? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it would come so quick. I thought, you yeah. know, maybe a year or two after college. And I came home, and my parents invited me to visit their church here in town. And I went to visit the church, and after church, a bunch of young people got together, college students and post-grad post students. We got together at a restaurant, and um, love at first sight, you know, we just wow, hit, hit okay, it off there really it is. good. Boom. And then um, we just, it was kind of interesting, like, it, it, I really believe it, like, it's like a God thing. Um, you know, a lot of same, lot, we like the same thing, we're passionate about the same thing. Um, she wanted to finish her degree, I wanted to finish my degree, and we're like, why don't we just do it together? And that's the key again. So that's the line you need to use. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> Versus, you know, if you have a partner wanting to go a different right. route, it's really hard. So if you're married and want to start an entrepreneurial journey, um, you just make sure your partner's headed the same direction or at least supporting you. Yeah. So can you talk about the culture here at 27 North at all? A family. A family center. Very supportive. Um, we're, we're, very, uh, we're, we're really picky about who we hire. Um, we got to make sure we work in harmony together. Um, uh, we love giving away cars, so every year we giving give away, away cars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm thinking like T-shirts. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. So the Christmas we, party must go crazy. Like. Yeah. In the last two years, we've given away three cars now. We're wow. about to give away our fourth car. Yeah. <laughs> you guys hiring? I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So we give away brand new cars. Um, uh, so like, that, like you're giving away like vans and trucks no, or like not? cars like oh, so just cars. Uh, I got my VP a Dodge Challenger okay uh, I got my production manager who now uh, oversees um, our office or stuff he got a brand new Jeep Gladiator, like the pickup truck Jeeps. Nice. Uh, Is there got... like a catalog to get to choose from? Or? <laughs> no, I get to choose. I pick cars that I would want. Yeah. <laughs> in me, the spirit of giving, yes. Yeah. 
So I buy it, and then I get the excitement of buying it, and then I get the excitement of giving it. That's awesome. And then uh, we gave one of our cabinet woodshop technicians a Mini Cooper. Nice. Yeah. And then I don't know what I'm going to do next. I have a couple of people I'm thinking about um, that are on the list that deserve a car. And so I just, I, I make it personal. So I find someone that I, I truly believe is in it for the long run, meaning at least 10 years yeah. in the company. And then um, if they have a good story, like, you know, grew up poor or currently in poor living conditions, um, and then um, I, I gift it to them. I, I want it to be um, a blessing uh, for a personal aspect and a professional aspect. That's kind of the two key, key features yeah. that I look whenever I gift a car. Uh, and then uh, we love, you know, bonuses. Uh, we found out one of our guys was uh, homeless uh, for two days living oh, in no. his car. And um, you're like, hey, guys, have you heard of our just <laughs> yeah. crashing the van, bro? No, yeah, we were shocked. Like, I, I thought it was a joke. Like when it, it got to me, uh, I went to the manager right away and I'm like, you know, why did it take you two days to find out? Yeah. You know, it shouldn't have taken you. You should have found out the same day. And so um, uh, he had a rough story, rough past. So we co-signed for his apartment, paid his deposit, wow. got him into wow. a nice apartment. Um, I mean, I go on and on for hours. We just, that's right. that's the kind of culture and atmosphere we have here. And when you have that kind of atmosphere and culture, um, employees go beyond the, uh, beyond the expectation and, you know, you in return are a lot more successful. Yeah, that's so great. So are most of your employees then family still or have you branched out and recruited other people? And if so, you know, what kind of, you know, you're, you're posting that job on LinkedIn and Indeed, yeah. or like how is someone coming to work at your company? So initially was Facebook and Indeed. Um, haven't had too much success with LinkedIn, uh, even though I did have a post go viral right. recently. Oh, yeah, so maybe. we need to talk about that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so um, uh, mostly, mostly now has been referral. Um, the only family I have in the business is my wife and my father-in-law. Everyone else is just people wow. not, I'm not related to. Him. And then we have a lot of Ukrainian refugees too. I think we have like eight, seven or eight Ukrainian awesome. refugees right now. Yeah. Wow, you guys are doing amazing things here. Thank you. Right here, north side of Springfield. <laughs> like, that's such a vibe. Yeah, Springfield, <laughs> Missouri. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so your marketing efforts are really great. And I think I saw you on LinkedIn like way before I even saw 27 North. And so. Mm. Um, from the marketing perspective, kind of what's been your plan and you've been executing it. So, yeah, so first of all, I'm not a big social media guy. Uh, for the longest time, I didn't have social media. I, I thought it was a waste of time. And then uh, a good friend of mine out of California, um, they designed and developed a 3D printing car. And, 3D uh, printing car? Yeah, like wow. it's a 3D printed car. Like they 3D printed a car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool if you have $2 million to draw. Right, right. <laughs> the next giveaway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so um, he said that the new style of marketing is people want to buy uh, into you and not your company. And so I started doing research. I'm like, Ford, the CEO, is all over social media. Lamborghini, Bugatti, um, even Toyota. You know, it's all in the exec team because people yeah. want a face behind the company. True. I'm like, I'm going to try it out. And so I opened up all the social media platforms and it just took off. And if you ask um, probably 100% of our clients, you know, why they chose us over one of the other, you know, expedition vehicle builders, um, they most times say because of Pavel or one of our people that are behind, you know, the face behind the company. Yeah, that's great. So when it comes to content, you know, that you're posting or 27 North, how personal do you make it? Um, I try to draw a line and then I try to cycle through content. And so 
Um, the pictures, uh, my marketing team gets me pictures and content and then I just type up my own post. Um, so I, I will do like, uh, I cycle between uh, family, uh, business, uh, Ukraine, and then the economy. Um, business, you know, it's pretty standard stuff. Uh, for In regards to like family, personal stuff to answer your question, um, I don't know, I, I draw a pretty strong line. People keep telling me to get more and more personal. I'm just not quite comfortable. You don't, and I think you don't have to. You know, yeah. I mean, one of my last episodes, we talked about stalking. We talked about how people get obsessive and crazy. And yeah. so I think a healthy, you can you can be personal without having to like leak your address or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's a boundary, that's for yeah. sure. Um, I agree because um, some of the contracts we're working with and some of the industries we're getting into right now, um, they are, there's a certain level of risk associated with it. And so for the safety of myself and my family and my friends and people I care about, I've, I've kept that boundary pretty, pretty strong. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, is there, um, yeah, the LinkedIn post that went viral. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So Sunday morning and I, I don't like posting on Sunday. Sunday's like my day kind of just right. brainstorm business. I'm like, I got to post. So I draft, I, I was kind of thinking, you know, it's so not fair. Big corporations have so much support, uh, so much, you know, following such large followings. And I'm like, uh, why don't people support small businesses the way they support big businesses? And I just three paragraphs about, you know, it's not fair. Stop supporting big businesses, yeah. support small Here's businesses. Here's my rant on LinkedIn. That, like. <laughs> three paragraphs. And then I I saw this picture of a sign uh, online. I'm like, I like this picture. And it's, it's trended, uh, you know, over the last decade or so over the internet. And I attached that picture to my post. And we're approaching 10 million impressions, um, over 200,000 likes. Um, 10,000 reposts. Uh, my account doubled in following. Um, I just uh, connections met. I, I, I had to stop opening messages. Yeah. I got probably close to a thousand inbox messages. He's like, did I just become <laughs> famous? I'm just <laughs> and so yeah, it was um, it was it was an unreal experience. I knew it was going to happen sooner or later. Right. Um, I didn't expect it to happen this soon. Um, I always told myself, oh, I'm going to respond to everybody when I get famous because famous yeah. people don't respond to <laughs> right, me. Right. And then here He's I like, am. He's like waiting Justin Bieber. Like, <laughs> and yeah. then here I am not responding to people. Yeah. So sorry if you're you know, waiting for a response. You're not going to yeah. get one. <laughs> so what would your advice be to a small business when it comes to marketing or advertising and stuff um, like that? you got to have uh, someone who can do it full time. Because uh, as a business owner, you can't. But that's a major key to your success. And so right now we have two full-time people um, we're looking to bring on a third full-time wow, person. Wow, that's awesome. Um, that's key. You know, branding, marketing, that's key to any business's success right now. Yeah, that's great. So I'm a self-care girly. There, you know, as much as I love to hustle and all my different side things going on, I know there's certain days where I need to chill. Yeah. And I know you mentioned when, you know, the company had first started, you're sacrificing a lot of that time. But... You know, mentally, it's also like, how do you do that? So, so what do you do if you do to kind of unwind, relax, yeah. and let your brain kind of just step away and disassociate? Church and sauna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, church is a big one for me. I, I'm a big believer of, you know, a lot of people they stop going to church, uh, and a lot of times they blame it for, you know, bad things in the church. And I mean, it's, it's always been, always will be. Don't go to the church for people. And so whatever religion you are, even if you're an atheist, um, it's good for your soul to go to church. Yeah. You go to church, you hear a good sermon, you hear, you know, a good song, a good prayer. Um, I, I recommend this to any business owner, any entrepreneur. Uh, I even read a study, I think it was in the New York Times, uh, the positive psychological effect on your mental health 
by attending church. And, really? And I think the article even said, yes, if you're an atheist, go to church too. <laughs> oh, and there so, you go. Yeah, and, and that, that's my biggest recommendation. I, I don't care if you believe in God or not. You, any entrepreneur, you got to find time to go to a church. It, it does something here and here that just helps you reset. Yeah. And then... Um, my secondary thing is sauna. So uh, find some good friends, or if you're a solo flyer, you know, go by yourself. Sauna is really good. Whether you do steam or dry sauna, I do dry sauna. Uh, I try to go uh, bi-weekly, every other week. Uh, you can do a nice sauna session. Helps me restart. Yeah, it's actually fascinating to say that I just started doing that. That's like, awesome. Like literally the past two weeks, and I think for me, like especially during the week when you're really busy and. You know, you got to be accurate about a million things. Just like kind of 30 minutes or whatever in the sauna. And you're like, wow, that was just like Florida. Because Missouri is so gray. Yeah. And there's not a lot of sun. And so you got to figure out how to stay happy. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's just me. Yeah. So are there any fun facts that we might not know about 27 North or you that you want to share yeah. on the pod? <laughs> um, uh, so... Um, Fun fact, all our expedition vehicles are fully self-sustainable. Wow. Yeah, so you could you can go to Mexico a Beach and spend two weeks there and not have to worry about finding an RV park or finding, um, you know, a bathroom or shower. Um, you can go to any national park. Here's a fun fact. You know, a lot of times you're like, oh, I need a hotel. I need an Airbnb. I need food. I need restaurants. Here, uh, we offer training, a uh, training course. Uh, you meal prep. You uh, track your... Uh, fuel, electric, and water consumption, and you go any national park, and you can spend a comfortable two weeks in any national park. Wow! And it is such a great experience. Um, I I've done it a few times now, and it's almost like you, first day your your mind is still kind of panicking. Like, what about fuel? What about food? What about this? What about that? And then you kind of start to trust yourself that hey, I'm gonna be fine. Yeah. And you're it's just you and nature, and you look around. There's no one for 15 miles. And wow. it's just so quiet, like you can hear your eardrums for the first two days until you get acclimated to the quietness. Yes. I think that would kind of be scary for me. Skiing, you know, skiing is another big one. Uh, what's the downside of taking vacations? You got to uh, plan hotel, food, all this stuff. And it takes away from your vacation. Uh, versus with an expedition vehicle, uh, you go to a ski resort, you can go uh, the beach. You know, you park on the beach. There's places you can park on the beach and you spend a week out on the beach. Yeah. Oh, that is so awesome. Yeah. And there's good storage in these too? Oh, yeah. We have upper storage. You can do a cargo uh, storage carrier on the top, uh, your base cabinets. I mean, everywhere we, we, we could think of very storage. Awesome. Have you vacationed with one of these too? Oh, yeah. I've taken this in our big expedition truck. I mean, it's it's a must. What's the coolest place you took one of these? Um, I would probably say uh, Mount Zion in Utah. Okay, It's a nice. big national park. Uh, we did a Jeeps-only trail or an off-road vehicle-only trail. And there was a 30-degree climb, and we put the truck in first gear and all the way to the top. And, I mean, it's there's rocks yeah. and a thousand-foot drop. Um, there was Jeep drivers there looking at us like we were crazy. Like, you guys well, make it? Yeah, they're like, you know, this is no RVs allowed here. Right? We're like, we're not RV. We're an expedition truck. That's, yeah, we went that's funny. all the way up. It was kind of funny because the Jeeps that were there, they kind of stop and they maneuver and they'll yeah. use their winch and we just psh, all the way up. And it, it, everything was perfect? No? Nope. Yeah, wow, that's... Not a single cabinet came out of alignment. We had wine glasses and uh, wow. we had uh, pottery uh, bowls and plates and not a single chip or crack that's amazing 
Well, Pavel, this has been so much fun. Before we end my last question, you know, 27 North is an awesome company. You are extremely motivated. Um, do you have any advice to any entrepreneur who is scared to make the leap of faith to make, you yeah. know, their own small business? Yes. Um, a or a struggling <laughs> entrepreneur who's already in a small business. Uh, a famous quote, uh, you know, uh, that, that, that I once heard for myself, because I, I was once in that position too. I mean, we had a house, we had cars, I had a good paying job. Uh, my wife was short of a stay-at-home wifey, you know, it, it was like, it was the American dream. And uh, yeah, quotation mark, <laughs> American dream. <laughs> yeah, American corporate dream, they, right. they kind of make you believe that. And so... Uh, I sat there and I'm like, I have nothing to lose. And when I look back at my life in 10 years and 20 years, um, what do I want to have? A thought of, man, I wish I would have done it, regret, or a thought of, man, I tried it. Whether it was successful or not, it doesn't matter. You won't have regret if you don't succeed, but you'll have regret if you don't try. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Pav. Um, so I, I like to end my show the same way every episode. You guys know this. Uh, favorite song, favorite quote, and what do you want your legacy to be? Um, yes, uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, That's shoot. me buying time. <laughs> I know, uh, we try to go over song. it, but you know, he's like, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> uh, I'd say favorite song has to be Amazing Grace. The story oh, behind awesome. it. Yeah. Uh, the story behind it, you know, the famous uh, uh, slave trader who uh, had to come to God or come to Jesus moment. And I never knew this, the story behind the song. So, you know, you grow up singing it in church. And then I heard the, the story and you know that's a powerful story so if you're you know you're, you're distant from god or you don't know god or if you're a young business owner thinking you know how can i succeed uh, why do it without god you know give yeah. god a chance to be a part of your business um listen to his story i mean he was a he was a big big slave trader big business owner big entrepreneur you could say and uh in that song he shares about how his life was changed when god came into his life and how much happier he was afterwards uh famous quote uh, I'd have to go with Helen Keller. Um, the only thing. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. Wow. I'm not thinking about that one for like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, good. Yeah, I tell my staff that all the time. I'm like, guys, um, I'm going to be a millionaire. My exec team's going to be a millionaire. And whether you're a part of that or you read it about in the paper is up to you. And so, in order to be a part of that, you have to have the vision. You just got to believe it. You know, yeah. you just got to believe it. Um, one of our founding fathers said, you know, if you if you just believe in something, you're already halfway there. You know, yeah. That's a, for one of the first presidents. I can't remember which one. Are you a big reader? Are um, you? <laughs> maybe. Because like pulling out quotes, articles. Like I'm like, yes. Where in the brain? Are you, are yes, you? I I consume a lot of information um, in between the Bible and the sauna. And, I'm just kidding, I'm just <laughs> no sauna's uh, sauna's me and friend time. I go oh, with my friends to sauna. <laughs> Um, yes, that's another big thing, you know, circling back on success is mentors, uh, newspapers, uh, business journals, um, podcasts, all of it. You know, you got to be able to consume information and properly analyze it. Yeah, that's good. And then remind me what was the last legacy. one? Legacy. What do you want your legacy Ooh. to be? <laughs> um, I think I want to have the legacy of uh, what I'm already working on is I want to be known for changing people's lives uh, through giving. And, um, you know, I have a lot of goals I want to get. Uh, my mom and my mom-in-law, I want to build them houses. I, I want to, uh, you know, build orphanages. I, I want to be known for, you know, a giver and having a positive impact on this world. 
Yeah, that's so great. One more, one more. <laughs> for all time's sake. Thank you. Well, thank Pavel, you. honestly, your story is awesome. I think you're already impacting a lot of people, so it's going to be so exciting to see how 27 North and you continue impacting people, thank you. especially thank here you. in Springfield. You know, where there's all kinds of things going on. All the time. <laughs> so, yeah, gotta yeah. love Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod, and to my listeners, I love you guys. You know, continue. You know putting your priorities up for this year. And if you're passionate about wanting to start a small business, definitely feel encouraged from this episode and believe in yourself. Believe in yes, your dream yes. because with God, anything is possible. So love you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>